Welcome to Under the Net Podcast, and thank you for joining me today, Under the Net, and listening to my podcast. My name is Patrick Juarez, a.k.a. Cool Breeze, a.k.a. Patrick F. Baby. For most of my life, I've been in the military and have had the chance to live all over the world, meeting a lot of great people. This podcast gives me the opportunity to bring all my family and friends to my world, Under the Net, so I can listen to their stories, life experiences, jokes, or teaching moments that may be beneficial to myself or others as we live our ordinary lives. So please, turn up the volume, take a moment to hear what my family and friends have to say, and welcome to my world, Under the Net. Hey, welcome to Under the Net. Hey, what's going on? How's it going? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Good, awesome. So, say it again? I'm great to be here. Yeah, hey, I'm glad to have you here too. So, hey, tonight I have uh, Mr. Alan Silva from the Coach Silva Podcast. Yeah. Hey, um, thanks for coming tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, hey. so let me apologize first. Uh, you know, I had surgery last Wednesday for my uh, gallbladder. I had it removed, and and I was Ooh, just on what? pain meds. Uh, yeah, I had I was on pain meds from uh, I had a gallstone um, from uh-huh. like Wednesday all the way to. I think I took my last pill on Saturday, early Saturday, but it just had me groggy yeah. all the way through. Yeah. So I wanted to, you know, give you some chance to, I didn't want to just, you know, bombard you because I didn't even look at this until probably Monday morning. I was, let me, let me push this. That's over fine. To the, That's fine. <laughs> we just going to go with the flow. I mean, but you know, you had them stones. It's all that beer you should drink. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, beer's good. Yeah. <laughs> nah, hey, I had my bout with the kidney stones. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah, so yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, I'm 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 not fully kicking, but I'm kicking. Um, I I, I right. don't have the pain pain medicines in me no more. Which you know that that oxycodone, I don't see how people get addicted to that. It's not you know, it's not anything that I you know, I didn't like the feeling. Or I mean, it really wasn't a feeling other than it took the pain away. But I don't see how people yeah. get addicted to it. To me, that that oxycodone, it it kind of made me. It makes me nauseous. Yes. And have to use the bathroom, you know, a little diarrhea. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I try to, if I have to take it, I take it. But the minute I can can leave it alone, I do because you know it's just it's just something I don't really like that that you know. So I understand you getting off that stuff. Oh yeah, big time. Hey, so well uh, tonight we're going to talk about feeling numb. But uh, before we get into that. Uh, Hey, tell me a little bit about yourself, uh, your podcast, Coach Silver Podcast, and where do you see it okay. going? All right. Well, I'm a, to all the listeners out there, my name is Alan Silva. And like you said, I, I have the Coach Silva Podcast. But, you know, I'm just a you know normal guy. I'm from the state of Connecticut. And, you know, I was just that wild and crazy teenager. And I wasn't ready for college. I, you know, I was out there just hanging out, chasing the ladies and and <laughs> – You know, and my dad was like, yo, you can't be just hanging in the house, not doing nothing. You know, I actually went went away to school, but I was majoring in in playing spades. You know, I wasn't actually going to class. (laughs) So (laughs) I I just wasn't ready. And, you know, a lot of people are are like that. You know, they're just not ready. Right. So, you know, my brother was in the army. He was stationed in Germany. And so I went to the recruiting station. I said, hey. If you can get me to Germany, I'll join the army. And nice. I went to the MEPS. 
They said, hey, you could be a tanker or you could be artillery. Which one you want? Both of them going to take you to Germany. And I seen artillery. They was on the back of a truck and they were jumping out and was running. I said, yeah, I could do that. So I picked artillery. And that's how I became artillery. Ah, okay. You know? Smoke man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> smoke man. It, later on, it became, you know, and then when I went back, the recruiter was like, why'd you pick that damn job? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, what did I do wrong? You know, I'm just trying to get to Germany. So, yeah. And the army transformed this crazy kid. You know, I, I went to Germany and then I hit Fort Bragg. That was my first duty station. And oh, mine too. Fort Bragg in the early 90s was a wild place. There were no I gates, bet. you I know, and, and they just brainwashed us. They made us believe that we couldn't die. We was going to make the other person die for their country. We were. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just brainwashed us. Yeah, and I didn't realize it until I left. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it until I left. And I was in the Bragg loop. I was at Bragg, Korea, went back to Bragg. And, you know, it was a wild, it was some wild times. A lot okay. of wild, you know, fights, drinking, chasing the ladies, you know, and, and, and it was, it led to my podcast later on because, you know, I matured in, in the army, you know, went right. up the ranks, you know, got some therapy. And then I was able to, you know, overcome being that crazy young kid. Right. You know, but that's what led to me being kind of a mentor. And we and we talked about that on my podcast. You know, a lot of when I mentor people in the early stages of of being in the, in the military when I started doing that, it was just to tell people not to do what I did wrong. You know, exactly. That's what it yep. was about. <laughs> and, and then it led to the podcast. People was like, Hey, you need to do a podcast. Cause you got, you got, you know, good advice and, and, you know, it's helping people and people that I had conversations with years ago in the military, they would come back and we would talk. And, you know, at first I resisted. I was like, you know, who am I to have a podcast? You know, right. so a couple of years of bouncing around and I just decided to do it one day and I started it and it's been great. It's been phenomenal, the, the support and the feedback. And I'm just looking forward to it growing, you know, because I, I believe if I just keep my podcast about helping people and the rest will just take care of itself. So I recently just started playing with a camera and taking some videos. So I'm thinking I'm going to start really pushing my YouTube channel, which I have. And I uh -huh. think I'm, I'm just going to keep going forward with that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, uh, you know, the last two guests you've had on your podcast, uh, great episodes. Uh, the one with uh, Mr. David, I can't remember his last name, but, um, you know, he, yeah, had, he had his, what was that? Yeah, Alexander. Okay. David Alexander. Yes. Um, and, and his podcast, you know, yes, you can fantastic Friday podcast, which, you know, shout out to that podcast. Um, right. But just the exposure, I was listening to it and I was just like, yeah, that's some good stuff. Like, you know, this is, some, mm -hmm. I, I, I know, you know, about that, uh, the content y'all were talking about and not a people, not a lot of people don't, you know, it's, it's what's in front of them right. and that's it. You know, it's like no left, no right. Why is everybody not the same or, you know, have the same opportunity or anything like that? And that was a really good uh, episode. Right. Um, and then Mr. Marvin with, you know, with happiness, you know, just kind of recap that one. I mean, that one was amazing too. And I had, I, I sent, yeah. shared that one to a couple of my friends too. And they were like, yeah, that was, awesome. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and, and it's a, it's amazing the people, the 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 people that you meet in the military and in the army. They're such yes. great individuals, and, and like you said, but you know, and our topic topic is about being numb. They're just numb to how good they are, right? You know, especially like th- these artillery guys. You know, we could do anything. We yep. could do anything. I mean, we could take some bubble gum and, and fix a Humvee and, and and drive it back to Kuwait. I mean, we can do anything, you yeah. know, and that whole and, and the guy that was on a podcast, Marvin Nels, you know, he he is one of those individuals. He just thinks differently outside the box. And that's what the army teaches you to think outside the box. So, yeah, I agree with that, um, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, feeling, you know, being in the military or artillery as well. Um, you know, that's not a good thing. Sometimes it's a very good thing, but sometimes it's not because, uh, you know, I did this the other day. Um, I was at my kid's school and I went through the, you know, the, the check-in line to go say, Hey, I'm gonna go drop some money in my son's account. And when I came right. I, the principal looked at me crazy, kind of, I, I had a beer cause I'm on leave. Um, mm-hmm. and he knew I wasn't a student. And then when I went to go pay and then to come back and the uh, security guard asked me, he's like, Hey, uh, did you check in with the front? And I didn't even stop, you know, I'm just like, yes, I did. And I, keep walking because I'm leaving at this point, you know, so you're asking me right. at the wrong time. <laughs> so you gotta ask I, the beginning. exactly. So I was dumb to that to say, Hey, um, we're already done with what I need to do. So I'm, I'm leaving regardless. Uh, you know, you're not going to stop me. So I, and I was like, yeah, this isn't going to work when I get out of the military. <laughs> so I got to kind of change that, you know, thought process. <laughs> right. Um, but well, but to, go, no, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I don't know because, uh, you know, I've been retired for four years now, and there's a lot of civilians out here. They they're numb too. They, okay. you know, they they they're numb. They, I mean, being numb is not just you know a military thing. It, it's it's prevalent in the military, but a lot of people suffer from being numb. I mean, being numb to in relationships, being numb in just everyday life, being numb to people coming to talk to you. You right. know, look at all the mass shootings. We just had a mass shooting in in Milwaukee. And it wasn't even a, the first thing they talked about on the news. They talking politics. And then they said, oh, we had a mass shooting and some people got shot at the job. And we're not even thinking about it. It, it doesn't even affect us anymore. Right. So, you know, I don't think, you know, when when you retire that you'll have to adjust as far as being numb. Okay. You know, because you the thing I realize when you, you get out, it's not about adjusting. It's about just being yourself. Okay. okay. And being yourself. And when you're confident in being in yourself and you're not thinking to yourself, oh, I got to be a certain way. I'm not in the military no more. People will accept you, you know, and yeah. then you'd be surprised how many people you run in in the everyday life that used to be in the military. You know, oh, OK. Yeah, and see, and this is what you're going to get when you listen to uh, Coach Silva podcast. Uh, great information <laughs> like this. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. <laughs> no, so, um, you know, this, uh, you know, when I was, you know, when I went to Texas recently and, and I was on my way back mm-hmm. and I, I hadn't started shooting my thought about this and um, because Texas is one area in particular that, you um, I feel yeah, numb about a lot, <laughs> yeah. Um, but but I knew I knew you would be the one to talk about this. So and I think this this episode is going to go a little different instead of me, you know, um, giving out the information. I think I'm going to be getting some information my, myself in this one, which uh, is no different. From, let's talk about it. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, feeling numb, uh, and and there's a couple of ways to, to start feeling numb, uh, self or uh, relationships or anything. And some of the ways that that that, that can happen is, you know, distrust, lying, you know, taking advantage of, you know, yeah. phase. Uh, being absent yeah. in situations that you're supposed to be in, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah. And this causes that numbness. Um, mm-hmm. How long should this feeling or should someone be in this feeling? You know what I mean? Like, is there a time limit or is it when somebody just deals with it, you know, or something like that? Well, I'm going to tell you, I, I, I don't like to put time limits on, on when someone feels a certain way, you know, because right. everybody's different. You know, the the key is if you get in a numb state about a certain situation is able, mm-hmm. you know, how long does it take you to realize that's that's where you are? Okay. okay. If it takes a day, takes two days, you know, and when you're able to catch it and say, yo, I, I'm in a numb state, I need to fix this. I need, you know, I'm numb to whatever, whatever. I need to fix it. So the key is, is realizing you in it. And once you once you realize you're in it, however long you stay in it, okay, that's when you can start working on not getting in it and staying in it that long. Because the thing is, people think that they can't feel, they can't be numb, they, they you know, they can stop being depressed, they can stop doing all these things. You you can't do that because it's just embedded in you and your subconscious. But what you can do is realize how soon you're in it. And how fast you can get out of it and, and what tools do you have to get out of it? And I think that's an important thing because you're never yeah. going to stop feeling numb in certain situations. It's, it's just not going to stop. OK, yeah. like they say, you know, when I go into therapy, I talk to the doctors and say, hey, we're not going to cure your PTSD. We're not going to cure. Right. Right. You know, right. But we want to get you through it. So. Yeah, and I, I got I you know, my example for that one is, you know, I just, I was, I knew I was numb, um, yeah. and I, and I think, I think I used the military as an excuse, uh, you know, one of those when you're deployed, you can't think about this, think, can't think about that, you know, you know, really? blah blah blah, just to get you home safe or whatever. Um, but as I came home, um, and I would, you know, hear of situations or whatever, you know, negative situations, and then deployed again, sure. and then, you know, keep keep doing that rotation. And, and you know, you're numb to right. a certain area of your life. You're just like, yeah, I'll just stay away from that. I'll just avoid it. But you know, you're still numb, you know? Um, yeah. And you just continue going on with your life. Um, right. And I think I was numb for that situation for probably more than 10 years. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. when I finally decided to say, hey, okay, let me start dealing with this. Right. It was like a floodgate of other emotions that, um, you know, I had never felt in a long time. Um, uh, other situations were occurring and it was just like way too much. I was like, oh, you know, yeah, like a lot going maybe, on. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have opened that gate. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, you needed to. You, you needed yeah, to. Open yeah, absolutely. It. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it, it took 10 years, but that's OK. That's fine. You know, it, okay. it, it may take you 10 years, but but the key is you got there. You got it. Now, right. if you were like feeling numb and, and, you know, some people, they they they're numb their whole lives. They don't have yeah. feelings on certain things or certain people their whole lives. And they don't and they don't get to the point where they try to deal with it. It took you 10 years, but that's good. 
be honest, yeah. because, you know, you could probably still be in it. Well, I think that's what kind of revisited this topic was when I went to Texas. I, I didn't know if I was still yeah. in it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Texas. I mean, Texas in, in, you know, you either love it or you hate it. You love it. Or hate it. <laughs> yeah. And well, unfortunately, like, probably that's some bad things happened there, you know? So right. back to the memories. You know, yeah. And we, that's, that's what I think it was. It was just, you know, the area I was at and, um, but I recognized those feelings, though. I recognized it, and I made adjustments really quickly, and that was that was a positive thing from it. But yeah, and and that's the key, you know. But see, your your Texas is my Florida. I had <laughs> I had a bunch of shit going on in Florida, you know. Divorce. I had a bunch of stuff going on. So yeah. the thought of me going back to Florida, I'm like, hell no. I'm glad I ain't got no relatives down there. I don't want to go to, I don't want to visit Disney. None of that stuff. You know, Florida <laughs> just, you know, they're like, oh, it's a sunshine state. I said, no, it ain't. It rains. It rains all the time. No. <laughs> I can't. But, you know, I'm just, you know, you, I'm none to a whole state. So I know what you're going through. Yeah, absolutely. So can, can you help somebody remove them from the numbness? Like, for instance, like, if I wanted to take you to Florida and then me and you had a good time or whatever, would that remove that numbness from Florida or would you still have that numbness from Florida? It, it can help. And okay. it can help me. It can help me recognize, you know, it can help me recognize, but you being, you know, a good friend and you say, Hey, let's go. So then I say, let me, let me just trust and, and go on with him and, and have a good time. So when right. we get there and we have a good time, it'll help. All those okay. bad memories will be there, but it'll help for me to say, you know, hey, well, Florida, maybe Florida ain't the issue. Maybe Florida's not the issue. You know, I think right. the whole state was just rotten. No, it was just the situation and all of that stuff. And also on the reverse side, you know, if you get into therapy because I, I believe everyone should be in therapy. You know, that's just my thing. But when you get into therapy, if you deal with those issues that happen in Florida, then maybe later on you might go down and visit Florida. So, you know, it, it's it's a tricky thing when it comes to the mind and subconscious and and the numb feeling because, right. you know, it, it's sort of like that animal, you know, and you, you chain them outside, they, you know, the dog, they want to come in the house, but after a while they don't care. They're just numb. They're just out there. This is my life. You know, it, they're just numb to it, you know. Yeah. And I think that's what, uh, you know, again, I bring that just this last trip, you know, I, uh, you, you hit it on the head with, you know, it was a different aspect and it was different company that I was around that I was like, right. Um, you know, it took me back, you know, cause what, well, well, you know, that funeral I went to was my, my, um, <laughs> I tell my boss, I say, Hey, hey sir, I gotta go to a funeral. He goes, uh, who passed away? I was like, my kid's grandpa. He goes, I don't even know what that means. I was like, my ex is step <laughs> Right, right. So, <laughs> yeah, because you, yeah, you like me, I can't even say ex, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. So I was just like, my kid's grandpa. And he was like, I don't yeah, even know what that means. I, I was like, I say the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but I, I had to, you know, it was, a, it was a different situation. So I had to kind of like suck a couple things, a couple feelings up and, and just keep moving right. on with it. But um, I, I, you know, just changing who I was with or, 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 you know, what I was doing, it helped a little bit too. And just like, well, 
maybe it was not so bad, you know, maybe I just, but then there were some things that were just like, yeah, that hasn't changed. Uh, let's, let's keep going. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I understand. I understand. Yeah. So crazy. So uh, let me ask you another question then. Can okay. you be happy and feel numb at the same time as well? I mean, and I think oh, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, uh, just kind of elaborate on it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you can be happy because, you know, it all depends on what makes you happy. You know, being with family can make you happy, but you can still be numb to other things, you know, like, and we talked about it, you know, you were numb to anything in Texas, but when you were out of Texas and you was with your kids, you were happy, you were having a good time, you know? Yeah. So I think you can do both at the same time, um, you know, but going back to it, it's all about just recognizing when you're feeling numb and and i'm gonna tell you you know and i talked about it a little earlier it's not just numb on bad events to happen to you it's world situations you just numb yeah. to a, a lot of things you know you, you you know you see somebody that's you know doing something bad and and they get shot and, and killed and you're like okay they shouldn't have been doing that you're numb you're numb to the fact Okay, yeah, they shouldn't have been doing that, but the person still got killed. The person yeah. still died, but it, it doesn't affect you. You know, it's like I don't care. His dumb ass shouldn't have been down there trying to rob that store. You know, right. so and it and it and it also goes back to when you're deployed, okay, and you're involved in in something that takes someone else's life, and it could be a hundred percent justified. You know, yeah, a hundred percent justified. But that person still lost their life. But you're numb to it because you you've been through it before. It's happened, and you're numb to it. And 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 you feed you tell yourself, hey, that person had it coming. You know, they they had it coming. But at the end of the day, someone died. So you could be numb to a whole host of things. And yeah, and, I, I, and and I think recognizing that you're numb is one of the hardest parts too. Is just right. um, you know realizing it because. You hit you hit a couple of examples, um, you know, and the, we'll go back to the deployment one, or, or you know, the mass shooting, shooting, mm -hmm. um, right. and everybody's saying the same thing that oh well he shouldn't have been there or or he or she shouldn't have been there or whatever. So you don't recognize that you're you're numb at that point because well everybody's right. doing it, you know, um, no. almost kind of like that saying uh, that we say in the military a lot. Uh, you've been doing it wrong so long, you think it's right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. And, and you don't recognize that you're young. What are some other ways that to, to, you know, to defeat that? Cause um, it is kind of hard. It is hard to, to, uh, to, you know, defeat that, that saying that or doing that, or, you know, mm -hmm. going along with others. What, what are some ways that you think that, that we can uh, help that? Well, we already talked on one is, is just recognizing it, you know, yeah. recognizing that you're numb. And for me, I, I really feel like if you've been deployed, you really should get some type of therapy because these kind of numb feelings can come up in therapy. Cause you know, I didn't really know that I had a thing with helicopters, you know, I didn't know. Ah, so, okay. Yeah. Can't stand helicopters. You know, okay. but and, and I would feel my last deployment every time I got near a helicopter, I felt weird and didn't want to get on it. And, but I didn't 
understand the feelings, but the therapy brought that out, you know. It was yeah. all the medevacs and all that stuff going on. And, you know, I was just numb to all of that stuff. But part of me was still. So I think, you know, you can recognize it on your own, but sometimes it takes therapy, you know, to, to get into a numb state, to find out where you, what you're numb with. And then sometimes, you know, it took you 10 years, but sometimes, you know, being numb is just a way of life. And, and some people just are never going to realize it. They're never going to realize they're numb to, to certain situations. They're going to go to their grave and, and this is how they're going to be. So. Wow. <laughs> that, that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, interesting to hear because yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, here's, here's you giving some advice to me, like, you know, trying to take it, uh, but also, you know, giving some advice sometimes too, you know, and, and, you know, for, for guys like us, we just want to see positive things and, you know, people succeed. And, and to hear that is just, it's, it's scary in a way, um, right. just to think that people would, you know, literally die, you know, feeling that same way and not being open to mm-hmm. another situation or, or fixing themselves or, or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. bitter, bitter old people. You hear yeah. All, he was a bitter old, he was a bitter old man. Yeah. You know, a bitter old Crazy. man. And, and I just think it's fortunate, you know, through, through the podcast and, 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 um, other means therapy and other thing and other means that you're able to, to, to help yourself. You know, yeah. when, when I was at Fort Sill, we knew each other from Fort Sill. You right. know, when I was, a, I was a platoon sergeant there, you know, I sent a lot of people to therapy. I, I got a lot of guys come, that came through that door. They were numb and I could tell they were numb. They, they didn't really care about anything. You know, they did what they had to do as far as the military, but they were numb. They were drinking. They, they were numb on life. They weren't doing anything. They weren't enjoying life. They get off, they drink and they, and they, they get their uniform ready and, and go to work the next day. So I, I recognize a lot of them and, and I, and I sent them, I say, Hey, you're going, you're going to either go on base or you're going to go military one source and you're going to get your butt in some therapy, you know, and you're going to, uh, try to get better. You know, you're going to try to get better, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a, a quick story, um, you know, and, and it relates to, to numb. Uh, yeah, and this go is ahead. A real, this is a real personal story. And, you know, I'm going to say it, but I'm pretty sure the person that it, it's about, they probably won't hear it or they, you know, you won't be able to guess who it is, you know. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. But perfect. When I was at Fort Seal, I got a young man come in. And he 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 was a, a specialist, and he would and you know he was real standoffish. He was real, like you know, numb. Just didn't really care about what was going on. Mm-hmm. And so, me being me, because I you know I'm always in my at that point I was in my mentor role. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I assumed it was about combat. You know, it's about combat. Okay. And then one day he shows up. And he has a black eye. And I'm like, damn, what's going on? So I, I pull him in the office. I said, what's going on? He told me that uh, his wife hit him. And I'm like, damn, really? I got a case. I got a case of, of spousal abuse in reverse. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you always hear about 
soldiers beating on their wives, but here's a wife right. that. And so, you know, I start talking to him. I said, well, why did she hit you? Well, I was trying to leave. Okay. That's the, that's what we're taught to do. Right. Get out of right. the situation. He yeah, said, I was trying absolutely. to leave and she hit me. I said, well, what was the argument about? He said, well, the argument was about she wanted to have sex, but I didn't. And I was like, well, damn. Well, that, that's crazy, right? I mean, yeah. why would you get in an argument and she punch you in the face because you, you don't want to have sex? I said, what's really going on? Yeah. Well, he had came from a base in Texas and he had been there in the unit like five months. Okay. And, and he says, well, we haven't had sex for six months. I'm like, whoa, what the hell is going on? How come y'all ain't had sex in six months? And, you know, he said, and then he just, you know, started crying and he, and he went into the story. So he got back from the deployment, the base in, in Texas. He went to Austin with his buddies. They went to Austin to party. He's married, you know, wife. Okay. Went to Austin to party and they end up at this house party and everything, people drinking, having a good time. And then somebody in the house party said, hey, can somebody go next door and go get some beer? There's some beer in the basement. Can they go get some beer and bring the, the beer back? Right? Yeah. And I was like, okay. Uh, well, he was, and he was like, okay, I'll go get some beer. So he goes over there. He goes down in the basement and there were five guys in the basement and he didn't know. And they grabbed him and they sexually assaulted him in the basement. Oh, oh. right. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Right. Here, I'm yeah. thinking it's combat. And after it happened, you know, they left, he went. And he just became numb to the whole situation. And he didn't want to tell anybody what happened. He was numb. And he thought he had caught something. So he wasn't having sex with his wife because he thought he might give her something. So he just right. turned inside and he was numb. And I mean, he was a mess. He was a mess. And, and here was someone because of a certain circumstance, he was numb. He wasn't, in, you know, and I'm thinking it's combat. In all these other situations, you know. Yeah. And and when this happened, I was like, okay, number one, all right, this is a little bit more than what I can deal with. He needs to get some help. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> he needs to get some help because I had you know recognized, yo, that's not me. I'm not that guy. You know, I I can give you some advice. Yeah, don't go down that street. You might get robbed. You know, but but I what I did tell him, I said, the first thing we're gonna do, we're gonna get you tested. Okay, we're gonna get you tested, make sure you don't have anything. And and we got him tested, he didn't have anything. He eventually went to therapy, told his wife. Uh they, you know, started having sex and and she was understanding and 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 she was like, You should have told me from the beginning. And and he just came out of that numb state. And and it was a good thing to see because you know, you never know what people, the trauma people go through and what can get them in that state. So it, you know, and I don't know. I just thought of that story and it's just something that, that resonates with me because you never know what people are going through, why they're numb and all that stuff. So, you know, yeah. I maybe I shouldn't have put that out there, but, you know, I just felt 
you know, it, it, it ties into that. It ties into that, you know, and let's say he was, let's say he was single, but he ever told anybody. No, he would have kept it to himself. He probably would have took that to his grave. So. Well, you know what? That ties into a couple of things. Uh, sorry. Um, no, being numb, being numb in, in a relationship, you know, uh, and, and, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine, you know, right. I was doing, doing it alone and didn't even right. tell his significant other because that could have just led to another rabbit hole of, well, you cheated on me and, and, mm-hmm. you know, divorce and, and, you know, all kinds, all kinds of, stuff. of stuff. And the right. military, you know, divorce isn't easy. You know, you got to pay that, that other amount and oh yeah, <laughs> it gets, you know, <laughs> a little bit more than it should be instead of just mm-hmm. going their separate ways or whatever. And, and I'm, well, I'm, you know, that's kind of a, uh, a you know better story that that I'd like to hear at the ending with the happy ending because you know they got right. you know they fixed the problem and they they went after it and they're still you know kicking hopefully mm-hmm. so yeah um crazy but you know that that was something else too that you know is it is it better to deal with the numbness by yourself um or or to get somebody involved because you know another route that could have gone was suicide um, right exactly. And, Exactly. And I was talking to I was talking to a friend uh, the other day. Shout out to Chris Kane. Uh, he had mentioned this, and it just hit me like like no other. You know, he he was going through a lot of things, and he had said something to, uh, recently. He was like, uh, you know, I, I I'm used to the peace, or you know, not the you know not having drama or anything in my life. Um, but it's almost better to do things on my own and by mm-hmm. myself. And I said, right. oh wait a minute, you know, like. You, you, that's a numb feeling right there. Um, exactly. <laughs> because, exactly. you know, you're thinking it is, yeah, you know, you want something right, do it yourself. But in this situation, no, you know, because you, you got to have some help with this. And, and uh, you know, that could lead in a bad way. And, and hey, thanks for that story because it's freaking, uh, uh, that's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and, and being in the in the army in the military, you 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 come across stuff like that, you know. Yeah. But but you're right, you know. Sometimes you're right. You need you need to get help. Sometimes you you can you can recognize certain things, but that's why I'm I'm just such a big advocate of therapy. And and you know I've been through many hours of therapy. Matter of fact, I'm still going to therapy, you know. And I tell people all the time, yeah, I'm I got a therapy appointment. Like what? You out here giving advice? You, I said no, but I still got those, those demons. The demons are still there. They're still back yeah. there. They they never go away. So right, and and you know the the numb feelings, and, and you never know when that stuff's gonna hit you. So I just want you know talk to somebody and, and come up with ways to cope and and deal with it on a daily basis. You know, and and, and, and that doesn't mean of, you're a bad guy either. Just because yeah. you have demons and you're getting help, you know that's yeah. actually a great thing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, my my present girlfriend, I, I told her up front, I said, hey, this is this is what what I've been through. And and, you know, this is the situation. And she wanted to know details. So I told her details. I said, you sure? And she was like, yeah. I said, OK, because I don't like to talk about them. I said, so I'm going to give them to you one time, you know, we <laughs> <laughs> need details one time. And then. <laughs> you know, I'm going to save it for therapy. And she listened to it and, you know, and she was like, okay. So, and, and, Cause she wanted to know where I was coming from and what I've been through. 
And yeah. I think that's important, you know, to have a, a spouse or significant other that can help you through those, the, the numbness and, and, and the feelings that you go through. So, yeah, the relationships are important. They are. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and well, and, you know, not only that, I mean, like you said, she wants to know who you are. And, and that's definitely right. something that's important because, yeah. you know, if it's, if it's, I mean, that could be a communication problem too, if you don't, you know, say anything, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's another discussion, but I mean, uh, yeah. just knowing who you're with and, and knowing what to expect just because, you know, it, it could be a trigger. Like I used to have a problem and it's not the same thing, but it's, it's, uh, the helicopter thing for you. Uh, me was uh, being at Walmart, you know, large crowds and my son, my youngest right. son, uh, he, he was on a steroid. Uh, his pump and it just has him like where he he's nonstop, you know, he's always moving. And gotcha. even if it's just taking a step and coming back, taking a step, coming back or, you know, this and that. And I'm trying to do the groceries and there's a lot of people and he's doing that. And I'm just kind of like, Hey yeah. guys, yeah. you got to chill. <laughs> this is making my heart <laughs> race. And, and yes. you know, so it's, it's that, that feeling that, that comes back. And, and I had to say, and, and I went to the therapist and I talked to them about that. And I still, I still go every once in a while. I don't go as much as I should. Um, mm-hmm. And I need to go a little bit more. And I thought about that today, but, um, and there was one way that she had said to help with that was like, come up with a keyword. And I was like, man, I don't know why I didn't think about that. Cause I did that a lot as a platoon sergeant, you know, snake in the grass and all that other stuff. Uh, right. I was like, so right. I tell my kids, <laughs> Hey, when I say this word, you know, you need to chill. And here's the reason why. So I explained it to them, broke it down to them. And they're like, okay, so we got it. So uh, we worked through that one, um, which was good. Um, and uh, I'm always working on myself and I'm sure you are too. And, and uh, yeah. it's just one of those things that numbness has been a big thing, a big part of my life. And, and I, I think that this was definitely a good topic to talk about because uh, you know, a lot of people out there are not aware of their numbness and, and hopefully this will get them thinking of, Right. what am I numb to? And then start, you know, working on, on themselves too, you know? Right. Right. And, and, you know, and it's not, and it's not just, you know, people in the military, some civilians out there that might be listening, you know, you gotta, you gotta really sometime to step back and just look at, you know, what's going on with you. You know, if you, you're still wild and crazy, you know, and, and you, you're getting older now, you know, that's kind of a telltale sign or if you're withdrawn or certain things, but you know, the, the whole numbness, this is a good subject. Uh, I mean, a good topic because not a lot of people recognize the numbness. They, they, they don't even know what it is because, because numbness is, is something that you can just have and you can function with numbness. Now there's other parts of PTSD and things, depression, but the numbness part, you can, like you said, you went 10 years and, and, you know, before you realize. So numbness is something that's embedded kind of in your subconscious, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, because you, you, it's just in there, you know, being numb to certain situations is just like when you blink. I mean, your body automatically blinks. So sometimes yeah. you automatically are just numb to certain situations because that's just how you had to get through those situations, you know. And for me, you know, with helicopters, so... <laughs> You know, <laughs> and, 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 you know, and I, I really like the way your podcast is set up because yeah, thanks. You know, it, it's about just, just talking about subjects. See, we're talking about a serious subject this evening, right? 
But your podcast is not just about serious subjects. It's just shooting shit and getting things off your chest. And and by other people listening to that, you know, and they can relate, you know, because everyone that, that, that has been through things, you know, they like to just shoot the shit and forget about right. their problems and tell stories. And, you know, it, it it's such a good thing. And I really appreciate the way you're doing it. And also, um, I listened to your, your buddy's podcast. I can't remember his name. Uh, um, Danny Lopez on the, on the gun line. Yes. I really like that guy. Okay. <laughs> I really like that guy. You know, yeah. he's funny. And the thing about him and, and by me just listening to him, that guy could do anything. I don't know if he knows that, but he could do anything. I know he he's out, he's working, he's doing doing certain things and, and and doing it to you know his ability. But but I don't think he realized the level of what he can do and what he can accomplish. But he's gonna he's gonna realize that from his podcast because his podcast is great and it's gonna start helping people. And it's all about just shooting the shit, you know. It's all yeah, about shooting absolutely. the shit. That's what yeah. it's all and, about. And, and I thank you mm-hmm. for, for that because, um, you know, when that was uh, – and, you know, him, him and me talk about this all the time. And every time he shoots an episode or I do, you know, we hit each other up. And, you know, and same thing with you. And I, and I always shout out yours and his. Uh, um, yeah. And I give him, you know, good feedback. And, you know, I get something from yeah. you and, you know, tell you the same thing. And, um, and you know, that idea – he took the idea I, I told him because uh, he was actually – I was going to try to do a has have a co-host i wanted to go a little bit more into mine um like kind of like a radio but i, I right. just didn't have the capacity for it and mm-hmm. and i wanted him to be like a co-host but then he was already starting his so i had to change my format a couple of times and, and <laughs> yeah. i i, I, <laughs> I agree his his podcast is amazing um yeah. it's 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 fun to listen to uh, i heard his rant today and he was like i don't know i, I felt like that one was was you know horrible i was like no dude that was you know, you put out some good topic topics that yeah, I got to listen. Are, yeah, he he was talking about um, uh, service members afterwards and and wearing their ERBs on on their uh, on their uniform. I mean, on their civilian clothes or behind their <laughs> okay. trucks and stuff like that. <laughs> and, he, and he said some things that I was just like, "Were you talking about me?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't talking about but, wearing. Uh, he wasn't talking about wearing them hats, right? With all the you <laughs> well he had well, he said I wore that hat too um but it was just certain things that you talking about like bronze stars and, and everything and, and I saw right. on Facebook that um so, uh, smoke survival guide or something that's a third that's a fill artillery um podcast too and that was one thing that they hit and I was just like wow that's kind of crazy that you know they're talking about the same thing but different you know areas right. um and it was just I was like hey dude you you it's it's a lot that's argumentable on there. Like I, I can argue with you about a lot of things that you said too, but it's content. It's, it's fun, you know, and, and if you do get some, you know, argument back and forth, it's not, it's no harm, you know, no, no foul, you know, just, we just keep moving. It's getting things off your chest and it's all yeah, about and, helping people. And I, I think your yeah. podcast, his podcast and, and, uh, uh, David Alexander, he his podcast, you know, because he he listened to mine, and he you know we were talking, and he was like, you know, I always wanted to do one. I said, well, do it, do it. I mean, yeah. you know, there's room for everybody, and 
it's just really good to me. And I love it that, you know, these artillery guys, we out here doing these things. And it goes back to what <laughs> I said before. We could do anything. I mean, I'm sure other Absolutely. In, the, in, the, in, the, in the army and they could do things. But I don't know what it is about the artillery guys because we're just bred to do whatever. We, you could put us anywhere. You could put us in Antarctica. You could put us anywhere and we would figure it out and we would and we would excel. And, and you could take our artillery guy and put him in the most stuffy office and he'll be okay. All right. Yeah. And it might be yeah. some rolling pains, but he'll be okay. And 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 yeah. I and and that's what I get when I listen to them podcasts. Cause I'm like, these are these are artillery men doing good things. And and you know, it really, you know, when I seen his podcast, your podcast, everybody podcast, you know. I just feel great and I and I'm enjoying it. And I'd be listening to y'all podcasts when I ride to work. So but I'm gonna definitely check, <laughs> check out his in the morning. So <laughs> well but, and I and I have to thank you for that too, because you gave me a push, you know, uh, uh yeah. for that when, when I was a guest on yours and um and that's where you know it kind of got all started. And and I have to I, I can't take none of the credit for on the gun line because you know the idea I gave him, but this guy has ran with it so freaking yeah. much and uh, he just added that, you know, uh, when you do the uh, uh, fire commands up front, he added that little snippet on there okay. on the introduction. And he had his fire commands all jacked up today. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we give him an excuse because he's been out of the military know. for do a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, hey, I appreciate those comments. That's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, I don't know. So, I mean, we is there anything else we need to cover on on the topic because we kind of got a little off it but you know or you think we good uh, nah um well let, any other no, any questions think, or something that you want to talk about no nah, i think uh i think i'm good i mean I, there was okay. just a few songs that that i that i you know that was brought to the topic that you know it's crazy how when i set these uh uh, you know, these episodes up, you know, it's different topics and stuff. And it's just like, you know, in life, um, I, I always worry uh, and, and worrying is not good, but, but it's, it's something that I do, you know, I worry, um, that it's not going to be good. I worry that I don't have enough to talk about. I worry about, you know, all kinds of stuff, but yeah, then life too. just, <laughs> life just comes up and it brings so many different things that I'm like, Oh, wow. I can talk about that. I can talk about this. And I was driving and, and Linkin Park came on and uh, mm-hmm. that song Numb. Um, and, you know, they even have the, the remix with Jay-Z on it. And, and I, listened, oh, yeah. I had to pull the lyrics mm-hmm. up. Uh, yeah, this is a song that everybody knows, you know, and I had to pull the lyrics up because Jay-Z, he don't really talk about being numb. He talks mm-hmm. about being successful. You know, he's rapping mm-hmm. about being successful and this and that. And I was like, whoa, right. OK, he's successful. But now Linkin Park is talking about, you know, tired of being what you want me to be you know feeling mm-hmm. faithless uh, you know lost in the surface uh you mm-hmm. know stuff like that and it was a total opposite i was like wow that's amazing how they put someone successful and then the opposite saying okay well maybe because i'm not successful well and, and they're successful you know there's a really really good group um mm-hmm. but this is how i'm feeling because right uh, I'm, I'm getting numb to this true. because you know yeah exactly and that was yep. a good setup. And there was another one that hit me. Shoot. I think it was Sunday. Uh, Papa Roach with scars. And right. these were, you know, developed some of the questions that I had because it was saying, you know, I tear my heart open. 
I, I sew myself shut. And this is what we do in life. We, we, we tear it open because we're giving our hearts out all the time. Not everybody, but a lot of people, a lot of good people like yourself, myself. Um, and we have to be careful with that because, um, right. Some people take advantage of that. You know, some people mm-hmm. take advantage of that. They, they, um, they don't know, uh, how to just, you know, take what you're given and not, you know, just keep, you know, taking advantage of it or, or just move on. Like everything happens for a reason. People come in people's lives for a reason. It might just be a quick minute. It might be, you know, two or three years. Uh, like uh, the last episode with Save the Tatas, you know, Miss uh, uh-huh. Teresa. I mean, she went through that, and I was, you know, in, yeah. you know, with her. I, mean, I was like, about that one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, Same and yep. yeah. And there's mm-hmm. times where we'd stop talking for a little bit, but then it was like, you know, hey, so, you know, these songs and, and things like that happens in life. And, it, and this is where it kind of just eases my pain, uh, eases me a little bit because um, now I know what to talk about and what to not talk about. So, yeah, we, we definitely hit everything that I want to talk about. And I appreciate that. Um, and if there's anything else that you want to elaborate on, go ahead at this moment, you know? Um, well, yeah, I just, once again, I just want to thank you for, for having me on. Um, and I really appreciate all of you guys out here doing these podcasts because it, it's very entertaining and I'm just enjoying it. And I hope and pray in the future, you know, when, when we super successful with our podcast we'll just have a podcast convention and we'll just teach people how to do podcasts <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah, you know i have to tell you i have to tell you uh man mr lopez like you said uh you know he, he he's doing great things uh, mm-hmm. he had he don't do it how me and you do it he does it a different way which we can talk offline about that and, and actually i do yeah. need to talk to you offline about uh something else about this but this okay. podcast has been a learning curve for both of us um yeah, me and too. Which I'm sure you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I so, started out just talking on yeah, different yeah. subjects, and then I started getting into guests. So yeah, so it, it evolves. It does. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. Um. So well, you know, I normally ask this question on Monday: What matters the most to you on Mondays? But um, since we're not Monday and it's Wednesday, I still want to know from you. And and I do this question not only for entertainment, but um, uh, just. Because I, I do, I ask a lot of crazy questions randomly, you know, throughout my life and just to know mm-hmm. what other people are thinking. So, but I want to know to you, what matters the most to you? Not, not, on, not just on Mondays, but what matters the most to you? I think the thing that um, matters the most to me is just doing what makes me happy, you know, and, okay. and, and, and it, it's not necessarily the podcast. Podcasts are part of it. It's just interacting with people and helping them, you know, and, and I've been blessed. I mean, it took a long time, but, you know, I'm at the point where I know why I'm here and it's to help. Okay. People. And, you know, that is the best feeling in the world right there. And that's the, that's the most important thing in the world to me is to help people. If that was taken away, you know, I don't know what to do because it's just so much of a part of me. So I, I think that's it. Just, you know, the, my ability to being blessed and helping people. And I'm blessed. And, and I think I'm put in certain situations for a reason, you know, and, yeah. and, and I go with it. And, I, and, and that's what I'm going with this podcast. So I, I think that is the answer to the question. 
<laughs> oh, hey, that's a that's a good answer. I'll tell you my question. My, the answer to that question to me is my boys keeping their rooms clean and cleaning up after themselves so I don't get this uh, little coronavirus or flu that's going around. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Well, I'm going to tell you, I, I work for a certain agency, and they got signs up, and they're like, if you have been to these countries, you are not allowed in our building in the past. Oh, my. Days. Yeah. So, it, yeah, that's it's it's a mess. It's a mess. So crazy. So, okay. So as we close this out, Hey, do you got any shout outs or, or anything like that you want to do tonight? Uh, well, I, well, I did my shout out to your buddy in his podcast. I just wanted to let him know okay. he listened, that I really love his podcast. And I just want to let everyone know, you know, this coach silver podcast, I'm on Apple podcast, Google anchor. Uh, you can email me if you have any questions at, Coach Silva at gmail.com. The IG is Coach Silva Fox and the Twitter is Coach Silva Fox. So reach out to okay. me if you got any questions about this, any topic, or if you got your own little podcast out there, if you're listening, I would love to be on your podcast and shoot the shit. Cool. All right. Cool. Um, so, yeah, my shout outs, I, I definitely, and I'll and I tell you this, man, I, I do uh give you a shout out every episode i do uh because like i said you were a big push to for for me doing this so mm-hmm. shout out to coach civil podcast <laughs> go mm-hmm. out there and and what you heard today is just an example of what you're going to hear from his podcast and mm, you know you. the first couple ones that he had on there by himself uh was just informative uh, alone you know and then as mm-hmm. he started adding these guests yeah, uh, they have a lot of guest. great information you were my first guest <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Started it that was that was that was fun and that was interesting and and I yeah. I I have a blast every time I do these. Um, okay. uh, then the second shout out is uh, on the gun line, Mr. Lopez uh, shooting the shit in his weekly yeah, demos, uh, weekly rants. <laughs> yeah, and then hey, I'm gonna add uh, uh, your buddy on there, Big Brother uh, yeah, from Big the brother. Yes You Can. Yeah, yep. from the Yes You yeah, Can yeah. fantastic podcast. I think I need to add. Uh, well, I'm not. I, I'm gonna listen to his too. Uh, start listening to it. Um, that way, you know, we can get some more, you know, push this out because I mean, like you said, we're artillery men and we're just military people and we're just, yeah. you know, ordinary people doing the same thing. So 13 be anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so you, you did your social media. I'm doing mine. IG. I was, uh, uh Pat Juarez 13 on IG, uh, Pat Patrick Juarez on Facebook. And then I have the Gmail as well. If you have any questions or if you want to be a guest under the net, uh, at gmail.com. Uh, hey, thank you, uh, Coach thank Silva, you. for coming on tonight. All and right. that's all we got for today. So it's time for you to leave the net, sir. All right. <laughs> all right. Hey, have a good night. Talk to you later. Uh-huh. Bye.